welcome to a fresh episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition, hosted by yours truly, Wes Ibarra of Offseas Sport. I want to thank each and every one of you for the likes, the ratings, the reviews, uh, the listens. It means so much to me, and it means so much to the project. We've made it this far. You know, we're already 55-plus episodes in of the Wildcat Offense. It's crazy to think that we started this project in i want to say late or no not october late august right to cover football season and now we're all the way to pretty much the back end of basketball and luckily it's been a really good first season right for northwestern athletics right because football turned it around real quick and won the las vegas bowl while the Cats for basketball are on the verge for their second straight 20th win season. And we'll dive into more about that later in the show. But I also want to thank each and every one of you for joining me on your lunch hour on a Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed the long layoff between basketball games for the Wildcats. I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't because, you know, six days without Northwestern Wildcat basketball. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do with ourselves? But there is a lot to be happy about, right? Boo Booey is now the all-time leading scorer for Northwestern men's basketball history. This team is on the verge of having 20 wins and perhaps getting that back-to-back NCAA tourney berth. And they are now going to be facing teams that they've either beaten before or have pretty much enough talent to go out and beat. Um, In tonight's case... The Cats will be going up to College Park to play Maryland. And that game is a 6.30 p.m. tip um, in College Park. So if you're going to be watching remotely, that game is going to be on Big Ten Network. And AM 720 for the Chicagoland Radio Call and Sirius XM Channel 385. So going into tonight, there is a lot to look into, right, per NU Sports. The Cats are um, on the verge of having their sixth 20th win program, right? And it'll be back-to-back if they could get it tonight. So it goes to show what this era of Northwestern basketball means for the program. So if they've only officially hit the 20-win mark five times going on six, that goes to show where north Bas- northwestern basketball was and where it is today um as far as today's game goes it is a rematch right the cats actually played the terrapins earlier in the year on january 17th at home where the cats actually barely escaped 72 69 um and that's where Boo Booey had a go-ahead bucket near the end of the game. So credit him with the game-winning shot there. Um, and he actually had 20 points that night. So career, or I wouldn't say career night, but big night for Boo Booey. And, of course, fearless leader showed up to win the game for the Cats. Um, as far as all-time meetings goes, Maryland does lead the series 12-5. to However, the Cats have won three of the last five meetings. And Coach actually does have a losing record against uh, the Terps, 4-11. and So hopefully uh, we can make that 5 and make that all-time series 12-6. to um, The Terps, to me, are one of those teams that 
are better than what their record suggests. So currently they're sitting at 15 and 13, 7 and 10 in the Big Ten. Um, Jameer Young is their leading scorer with 20.9 uh, points per game. And uh, if I could get my things to work here. Uh, and Julian Reese is their leading defender and rebounder with two blocks and 9.9 .9 rebounds, respectively. Uh, Reese is also averaging 14 points on the season. So he's practically averaging a double-double. And going back to Young, he's averaging those 20.8 points on 40.1% from the field, 35.1 from three. Very, very good free throw shooter, 90.5%. Um, for the most part, it looks like Northwestern is better than the Terps in every statistical category available to me. But before we get into that, you know, we want to go back into form. You know, like I said, Maryland is more or less slightly above 500 team, but they are better than what their record suggests. They did have a rough go of it lately. Despite winning at Rutgers 63 to 46, they are two and three in their last five with losses to Wisconsin, Illinois, and Ohio State. And the Cats have beaten two of those three teams uh, this year. They do have a win against Iowa, 78-66, who the Cats will see, I believe, after this game at home. So if Maryland can take care of Iowa, that could be a good sign for the Cats. But we'll get to that discussion when we get there. As for the Cats, winners of four. Of their last five 80 68 win over nebraska 68 63 win over penn state heartbreaker to rutgers at rutgers tough fought with hard fought win at indiana 76 72 and of course the record breaking 76 to 62 win over michigan despite having the rough start and boo booey actually getting the record with the team being down but still good form uh and the cats are back to their winning ways and going back to what I was talking about with the statistical categories, Cats have more points scored, more points per game, have a better field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-point percentage. Uh, Maryland as a team is only shooting 28.9% from the field or from the three-point range, 41.3% no, from the field, 71.9% from the line. Maryland does rebound better than the Cats, 33.2 to 29.3. Uh, cats assist more 16 to 10.8 northwestern causes less turnovers 8.3 to 11.4 and of course the cats have a way better assist to turnover ratio but maryland has a slightly more blocked shots um of course going into our team Boo Booey leads the way scoring with 18.9 points a game, 43.3% from the field, 41.3% from three, which is very, very good from downtown, 84.5% from the line. Barnheiser is a leading rebounder and defensive player, 7.1 rebounds and 1.9 steals per game. And Boo Booey dishes the ball out with 5.2 assists. So looking into the rest of the team, of course, no tie Berry for the rest of the year. Langborg is still uh, pretty much handing it out there with 12.5 points a game, 33.3 minutes played. Martinelli has seen a slight improvement in his stats, 7.9 points a game and 23.1 minutes a game. Uh, as for Maryland, 
Besides Young and Reese, there's also Dante Scott averaging 11.5 points over 30.9 minutes a game, averaging five rebounds. And there's not anyone else on Maryland's team scoring in double figures. The next highest is Deshaun Harris-Smith, who in 29.5 minutes per game averages 6.9 points, 4.4 rebounds, 2.1 assists, and one steal. Um, that being said, looking into the group stats, I think one big key to tonight's game is that the Cats have to force Maryland to shoot threes. I just said that the Terps are shooting 28.9% from beyond the arc. That is terrible. So with an elite defense of the Cats, right, if they could force them to take more shots, don't let them necessarily put the ball on the floor and get to the basket, if anything, force them to put up threes, whether they're contested or uncontested. That could work very well in the Cats' favor. And that being said, on the other end, shoot like there's no tomorrow. Because the Cats have the fifth best three-point percentage with 39.5. And of course, if one of your guys is shooting over 40% from three, and you got a couple other guys like Langborg and Martinelli who can shoot the ball quite well, right themselves then once you have those opportunities take those shots even if they don't go in right because you want to have good looks you know you have plenty of three-point shooters use them but on the other end force maryland to take those shots because we know that they're not good at them the second key to the game is uh do not let jameer young have a game so Last time out, he kind of struggled. 12 points, 2 for 9 from the field, uh, 2 for 5 from 3, and uh, 6 for 10 from the line. And that was at Rutgers. So if he can replicate those numbers uh, in uh, our favor there, because, you know, looking at also the last time when they played Northwestern, he actually had 36 points. So you have to stop him any way you can. So... The thing is, you got to make his life hard and force his teammates to help out. And with Northwestern's ability to turn the ball over, cause havoc on defense, if they can force Jameer Young to have a really, really bad game tonight and force other guys like Reese, like Scott, to try and step up. And like I said, there's no other players on that team that are averaging more than 10 points a game so if you can get their bench unit to try and beat you right then it's going to be another quality win for the cats and they're going to be in good position to sweep the season series and last but not least of course 40 minutes of intensity right this is a game on the road and though northwestern doesn't have a really good road record this season and not many teams would and there aren't other teams who have done better on the road per se with the exception of purdue but then again purdue is a top three team in america so of course they're going to be good on both ends home and away um you gotta steal these games i know i've said it so many times over the course of the year 
right? You have to steal as many games as you can on the road and be damn near perfect at home because, you know, you're comfortable there. But Maryland is a very good basketball environment, and I'm sure Maryland is going to want to get that game back, especially when, you know, they pushed the Cats for the most part to the brink in Evanston, and it took our fearless leader to pull the Cats out of the mud and get them into the W column. And also, too, for a team with that record, right, at this point, you have to play like you got nothing to lose, right? Because who knows, especially at 15 and 13, if I'm not mistaken, it's very unlikely that you will see postseason play. So you got to take every game that you can, play as hard as you can, and again, have that mentality like you got nothing to lose, right? Because... Northwestern, as much as I hate to say it, does still have a lot to lose, um, especially when they have one bad loss on their record. Sure, they're on the cusp of 20 wins, but, you know, for a team that is playing for seeding, any loss can kind of derail any chance of the Cats getting a top five seed in the in the big dance. So and we want that. This is a Northwestern basketball podcast after all, right? We want the Cats to have a five seed or better, or any seed that's better than seven, because that's the seed that they were in last year's tournament. So that's why the Cats need to finish this game in 40, force the Terps to try and beat them from outside, and prevent Jameer Young from having another good game. If anything, give him two bad games in a row. We'll take that any day of the week and twice on Wednesday. I don't want to say Sunday because the Cats don't play a game on Sunday. But the point is, the Cats just need to keep playing their style of basketball. Don't mind that there will be in a ruckus environment. Stay true to themselves. Don't turn the ball over. Take care of the basketball. Make your shots when they give them to you. And force those Terps to beat you from the outside. And chances are they can't because they're shooting that low. And we could see the Cats getting that 20th win of the year. Uh, that being said, the spread actually favors the Turpins. Five and a half point favorites, according to Yahoo Sports. I don't agree with that at all. Do I think it's going to be a close game? Yes. Yes, I do. But at this point in the year, despite all the snoozer and stupid losses that this team has, I can't see them really doing that against this team tonight. Um, that being said, I think the final score will be 78 to 71 in favor of the Cats. It won't be a blowout, but I think it will be a little bit closer than, per se, a comfortable win at 10 points. So, 78-71. Cats will win, I think. Um, I hope that Bowie and Langborg and Martinelli have a really good shooting night. I know Boo Bowie will try his best because, you know, that's all, that's what he does, right? He'll drive to the basket, he'll shoot, he'll find teammates. Uh, but, you know, when you're shooting that well and you're facing a team that doesn't shoot as well in that same category, you know, this is a really good opportunity for you to get another quality win against a team that is favored to beat you given that they are on their home court. Let me know what you think. Do you think the Cats 
will actually have a slightly more comfortable win this time around or will nothing change and it'll just be another close game and maybe boo boo is just gonna have to you know do some crazy steph curry-esque heroics to have the cats get that 20th win let me know that being said we're gonna sign off here i want to thank each and every one of you for listening and taking the time to take your lunch hour to listen to northwestern basketball with me um again the game is on big 10 network on the tv uh, it is on 720 AM WGN for the Chicagoland area and Sirius XM channel 385 for those with satellite radio. If you are in College Park, enjoy the game. You know, it will be a ruckus environment, but it'd be nice if that ruckus environment can get real quiet once the cats settle in and take that game away from them. Uh, well, I will see you again on Saturday. Uh, that's when we will preview the next game where the Cats will play the Iowa Hawkeyes at home. That is a late afternoon, early evening game. Um, it is a one-and-done game. The Cats won't see Iowa again after that season. But, Or actually, I'll take that back. We'll preview Saturday's game on Saturday, but we'll come back on Friday to recap hopefully another Cats win over the Maryland Terrapins. Sound good? All right. Um, share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who's down to join the Sports Talk Conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Offseas Sport is spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. There you could find the other handful of episodes of the Wildcat Offense, as well as Greatness, GR number 8 and SS, where I give short-form audio on athletes who are just dominating their sports today. Baseball is right around the corner. You probably have caught some of the spring training games already. And of course, the world went nuts when Shohei Otani hit his first home run in his third at-bat of spring training during his debut yesterday. And he's one of the featured athletes in that series. So go ahead and take a listen. Hope you enjoyed that. Until then, I will see you on Friday and go Cats! Wow.